Burton Guster, Central Coast Pharmaceuticals. Matt, right? Uh, this uh, is my sidekick, Magic Head. Dr. Mick. Talk. This is Vernus Lambert Watkins. Bird. Stop telling people that my name is Bud. Presenting Sean Spence Star and Gus T.T. Showbiz. This is Burton, oil can Guster. Good to meet you. Friends in school used to call me the G. <laughs> That's funny. I thought they called you Big Head Burton. Hey, this is my partner, Galileo Humpkins. You know, for the first time, I'm grateful you didn't use my real name. All right, here we are, back in the studio of Lyle's Studio Productions again. Back and better than ever. Back. You know, I, I say that, it's really just me stealing it from Mike and Mike in the morning. Oh. Because they don't have a radio show anymore. Cause, what happened to them? Well, Mike Greenberg went to ESPN's uh, Get Up show. Okay. And Mike Golick is doing a radio show with Trey Wingo. Uh, That's a fun name to say, Trey, Trey Wingo. Trey Wingo, yeah, he, and he's pretty good. But uh, they're doing Golik and Wingo instead of Mike and Mike, and they don't say back and better than ever. Like Mike so we can Mike. take it now. So we can take it, exactly. Sure. So Great Kyle job. and Eric, back and better than ever, and we're in the studio ready to record another podcast for you, the listening audience. Hope we are doing excited. Well today. Um, this topic. It's a topic, everybody. Um, this actually replaced another topic we had. I don't even remember what it was, but you know, there's always these things in life mm-hmm. that you don't feel like get the proper credit. You ever, you ever experienced something like that? I totally believe that. Where yeah. something, you know, there's things that get blown out of portion. They're overrated. That's true. But there's also things that are really good, but no one really quite knows it. We would say they are underrated. That's true. So this is a what versus what underrated television shows. 100%. 100%. I was trying to think of food that's like underrated like or overrated. More so underrated. Yeah. Like hot dogs and macaroni and cheese mixed yeah. together. For me... I love that. Kids for other lo- people. But see, I feel like that's rightly rated because kids love it. Adults may not, so I feel like they balance each other out. Evidently, I'm just the fat just stuck with me and I'm just still a kid's stomach. So I also don't have a sense of smell. So I you know, I could be missing out on things. Like I would say I love wings, but I think they're overrated for the price you pay. I could see that. You know? Did you know like we ordered Buffalo Wild Wings the other night on the computer mm-hmm. and were able to request all drums. Oh wow. Or all flats. And they didn't charge me extra for it. Interesting. And see, no, Buffalo Wild Wings is I, not sponsoring this. I just have I, it. For I dinner. usually just do boneless wings, and I don't have to worry about it. See, I like the bone in. I, I like the meat taste a little better mm-hmm. for me. But uh, but yeah, Erica was putting in the order online because we were gonna hang in and watch a movie. She was gonna go pick it up, and uh, yeah, she's like, "You want all drums, all flats?" And I feel like you get more meat with the drums, right? And you get the same amount of wings with the drums. So and they didn't all, charge me extra either way. So you go with all drums. I went all drums, and I, I, I loved it. It was a great decision. How crazy would it be if Buffalo Wild Wings would sponsor us one day? I will take all the free drums they want to send me. Yeah, we don't have to send us money. Just give us a card that lets just us. give me like a decently like sweet sauce because yeah. without a sense of smell, hot sauce is just stupid hot. Yes, with no so, fun. Anyway, yeah. off topic, back on topic. Underrated television shows, and it's funny because you know our definitions of underrated mm-hmm. may be different. Like. Sometimes you think underrated. It's like, well, they've only got one season. I totally think. Um, I'm right there with you on this. But sometimes a show can be underrated. It got a lot of seasons, mm-hmm. but no one really knows about it because it aired like on a lesser-known channel or mm-hmm. something. Um, so I I'll mean, say for my list, all of them actually were pretty decently popular, but I feel like people don't appreciate it like they should. Yes. Or maybe not enough to. So yours would be like more underappreciated. I guess so. But, and it's one of those things that people, you know, you recognize, I think, all of the ones on my list. 
but you may not even realize how good the show actually was. You just may remember the show. So uh, we'll take turns giving you a show, and we'll talk about uh, why we think it's underrated or why we enjoy the show, and mm-hmm. um, we'll go from there. Who do you want to go first, Kyle? It doesn't matter. What do you want to do? Uh, you want rock, paper, scissors for it? Sure. Live on the podcast? Ready? Are we doing rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Yes. Okay, rock, paper, so on shoot. All right. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Okay. So I, you I win. win, so does that mean I get to go first or you get to go first? Well, I don't like to think we're losing on the podcast, so I guess that means I won, so I get to go. You get to go I don't first. Want, I don't want you to feel like I don't feel like you lost. Like, I don't know. We're not losers here, folks. No. What the what's a podcast for somewhat winners? Because it starts with a W, and what is twice in our name, and they start with W, too. So three no, W's make three And there's three no wins. L unless you're listening to Smash Mouth's All-Star, and that's where it's on your forehead. That's true. and But if you're an All-Star, get your game on. Go play. We're going to go play. So you get to go first. Sure. Go, go play. So this is a great... For instance, of what I was just saying, my first one is the TV show Dinosaurs. Okay. Now, I get it. This show is very popular. It made it on TGIF. Uh, people loved it. Knock the mama. But see, that's <laughs> my point. I feel like if you think of dinosaurs, you literally like, oh, knock the mama. That's all I think of. But you don't think about like the show itself. No. Uh, and I, I would say it's underrated in that, and it's underappreciated, because... Whenever I first got Netflix, first the show aired in like 91 to 94. So it was roughly three years of there. Uh, I remember when we got married and first got Netflix, this show was on Netflix. And I was like, I have not watched that since I was little. So I was excited. I started, I remember before work, I started watching like an episode or something, eating breakfast before work and started doing that every week or every day. Uh, This show's a lot more serious than I remember. The series finale. The series finale is, is really especially. bleak. It's I'll like, get there in a minute. How, how does a comedic show end like that? I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> well, first, just a little background. Maybe you're like, what dinosaur show is he talking about? You know, is he on Animal Planet? No, I'm not. No. Uh, I'm talking about ABC. It was produced by Michael Jacobs Production, which did did they do Boy Meets World? I know um, they did Full House. Yeah, they did Boy Meets World. I think they did Step by Step. Um, Maybe not Full House. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, they did a lot of the, a lot of the sitcom TPI. shows. You know. Yeah, uh, Full House was Jeff Franklin. Jeff Franklin. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but them and also Jim Henson Television in association with Walt Disney Television. Uh, I remember first loving this show because of the costumes. Literally, yes. this entire show is no people or no humans in the show. It's in an era that's like fifty million, you know, years before or whatever. But they have it's literally all costumes. It's people inside of a costumes with animatronics or puppets. But it's done in the same way that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was done, the first one. Where literally, they're so high quality, they could fit in both worlds. Um, I remember coming off of this, coming off Secret of the Ooze, and loving this type of thing. Today, I still feel like more movies could benefit from this type of thing. Using real people in costumes, I sure, you know, it costs some money and junk. But too much CGI takes away from some of this that you see. Like, there's an entire show put on back then. No CGI, just straight up people in costumes. Um, I loved it. And I loved how the characters work together. I love how it follows the Sinclair family. Uh, There's a daughter, a son, a little baby. He's the one that's constantly knocking the mama. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's the dad, Earl Sinclair. I feel like he's... uh, the dinosaur version of Carl Winslow. Yes, that's exactly who okay. he, I was going to say. He reminds me of Carl Winslow. Yes. Okay. So I get that, and I and like I said, as far as underrated, I get it. They're popular. They even had a little bit of a toy line. I think they may have even been pretty sure I had the toys. See, I had uh, Earl Sinclair. I didn't have the rest of them. I've wanted to go back. There, that's the set that I've thought about going back and buying off of eBay or Etsy or whatever. Uh, but coming back, I was looking over some different episodes. This show really covered some serious topics. Um, from drug addiction 
to some sexual things. There's a lot of stuff in there that as a, a child, you don't recognize. You just watch it. It's funny. There's a lot of really funny things. Uh, but going back and watching this, it was just very serious and not serious where you can be funny, but there's a lot of topics that were conquered in this. And as you mentioned too, the final episode, they're literally facing the end of the world coming. It's the ice age is coming. Uh, uh, meteors coming. Yeah, yeah, meteor, everything. And they keep trying to do different things to prevent things. So they were, you know, they ended up dropping bombs inside of volcanoes because they think that that'll cause clouds, which will cause rain, which will bring this. But it blew it. The whole atmosphere gets messed up. Literally, the episode or the series finale is the family sitting together watching TV saying they're going to, you know, pretty much die together. They don't use those words. But watching uh, the DNN, the mm -hmm. Dinosaur News Network, with uh, Guy, or not producer, what would his name be? Field analyst, yeah. microphone guy, whatever. Mm -hmm. Howard Hand Up Me, which is his name, because he is a puppet. Okay. <laughs> so uh, he concludes his final broadcast. So the families literally watch him as the world happens, uh, as the world ends. But literally, the show, folks, is not that dark. That's kind of one of the – there's maybe one other one. But for me, I feel like it was a little bit underrated as far as how great of a show it actually is and topics it did. I feel like people look at it like, oh, it's a funny kids show, whatever. But to go back to see the engineering that went into it, to see the electronics, the animatronics that went into making this type of show, and then just some of the things that they covered, the topics they covered, the family that's still a family of dinosaurs you love just as much as you may love, you know, uh, the you know either Full House family or Family Matters family, you know, all these different other sitcom families you come to love the same way Boy Meets World, other things. The dinosaur family is a family I come to love as a child, and I still do. Uh, but yeah, that was my first choice. Like I said. Some people out there probably come up with a lot more, and your list may even be so much more of a very underrated that maybe you've never heard of it type list. But some of mine, I feel like just people don't know enough about these. So, well, my uh, my first one mm -hmm. is a show that I think some people might know. Um, it was it aired on CBS for one season, mm -hmm. and then it was canceled, and then fan response brought it back, and they brought it back for seven more episodes. Um, so you may even say this isn't an underrated show because the fan response brought it back, but the fact that it should have lasted many more episodes. Sure. Uh, Jericho is okay. the name of the show. And you know it poses the question, can a small town in modern society move forward after being cut off from the rest of the world? And it says, after a nuclear bomb is detonated in Denver, Colorado, the people in the nearby town of Jericho, Kansas, strive to keep their community safe from the fallout while being technologically isolated from the rest of the world. And what begins as a micro look at what would happen to a limited area soon shifts to a larger look as the residents of Jericho discover that D the Denver bomb was only one of 23 that were detonated across the entire United States mm -hmm. all at the same time. And after two cancellations, again, yes, two cancellations, mm -hmm. uh, Jericho didn't really begin to find its audience until it was discovered by uh, many via Netflix. That's how I watched it for the first time. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's a shining example of the early stages of a post-nuclear America um, before those kind of shows were all the rage. Um, but it effortlessly immersed itself in family, uh, mystery, suspense. And if it, I think if it had been given a real chance, it could have been one of those legendary TV shows you talk sure. about. Um, but just a one that I really recommend going back and watching. I think it still may be on Netflix now. I've never watched it. I've heard of it. So It's a really good episodic uh, television show. I think the first season got a full order. I think it was 22 or 23 episodes. Um, just a really fantastic show. Uh, Skeet Ulrich uh, is one of the main characters. 
Um, he does a fantastic job in his uh, role. Um, but it, yeah, I mean, there's drama there. You know, like I said, amongst families and surviving the fallout and how you're going to move forward without the technology and, um, you know, medical, you know, mm-hmm. type stuff. And uh, it's just a really good show. I really wish it got more than two seasons, but I think it ended up living on through like a comic book. Like mm-hmm. someone ended up doing a comic series with it. Um, not the same though. I mean, but it's really good show. Uh, Lenny James, who uh, is more well known for his role on The Walking Dead mm-hmm. and Fear of the Walking Dead, uh, he also plays a pretty big role in this series as well. Okay. Um, and it, it it kind of ends on the cliffhanger, but it ends the best it could, ha- only having like seven episodes in the second season. So gotcha. Um, really good television show, Jericho. So question: Yes, should I watch Community or Jericho first? Uh, watch Community first, but Jericho should be on your list afterwards. Cool. Okay. Jericho will be a shorter watch because there's only like 30 episodes, mm-hmm. whereas Community has over 100. But well, watch Community first. Okay. We'll, we'll aim for that then. All right. Second show. Once again, this is a show that for some of you are going to be like, well, duh, Kyle, everybody in the world knows this show. What do you mean? The Wonder Years. Okay. Have you watched The Wonder Years? It was before my time. You think it is? You know when The Wonder Years came out? 86. The Wonder Years was on television from March 15th, 1988 until May 12th, 1993. So, yeah, before my time. That's not before your time. I mean, I was alive, but before I started getting invested in television shows. I mean, no. I I have the same mindset as you. Growing up, I watched this show a lot, but I thought this was some show that was on television when my parents were kids. Right. I thought it was some really old show because they even film it in such a way that it's done that way. Um, the show takes place in the year ranging roughly from like 68 to 73. Uh, for me, I love this show. I don't know how I really found it growing up. I feel like it was just on TV. It was probably reruns, like you say, by the time I really started watching it. But especially high school, I feel like it came on Nickelodeon at night. Um, but I love this show following the Arnold family. Um, Joe Crocker plays the intro, or they use his music for the intro of this show. Uh, anytime I hear it, it, you know, it just stabs me in the heart in such good ways. Same way that uh, I think it was um, a Happy Gilmore did a very similar intro, except they used Tuesday's Gone in the same way at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it just has a lot of great songs. It uses the great music of that era. uses a lot of honest family just sitting together in times where there's you know one TV. I think there's an episode of them begging their dad to get a colored TV. There's not you know the things you could afford at the time. The family doesn't have a ton of money. And you just see a family grow together and grow through situations that are tough. You have the dad that's kind of a hard guy that just works and, you know, and comes home and tries to provide for his family. But honestly, like, I get it. The Wonder Years is a popular show. People know Kevin Arnold. They know Winnie Cooper um, or Winnie Cooper. Uh, I I get it. But at the same time, I don't feel like it gets the presence that it should. It's underrated to me because for me personally, it's right up there with Boy Meets World. I think the big issue with this show is it just it just missed that window when those shows were becoming popular. And I get that. that that's a good point because right after that, you had a lot more family sitcoms you come around. You had your Full House, your Family Matters, your Boy Meets World all pop up right after like 92, 93, 94. Yeah. So right towards the end As of the As the end run. of this one, these come out of, you know, from the ashes, these other episodes and other shows arose. Uh, just for me, I love it. It was something personally that always attached me, especially through high school uh, Kevin Arnold, who's also it's the whole whole show's never narrated, similar to the way the Sandlot is, by an older version uh, of Kevin, and the narrator is Daniel Stern. You probably know him better as Marv from Home from Alone. Home Alone, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I totally didn't know that until I was an adult. At some point, I found it online, and I was like, "There's no way." And you go back and listen to it, and you can hear it now. Um, 
but for me, it has honestly one of the best finales of all time too. Uh, I know Mash is kind of put up there as one of the best of all time finales of any show like that ever. But what, this one, it really just hits me. Honestly, the finale doesn't end in the way I'd really want it to. In a way, the Boy Meets World kind of plays out as the way you'd always hoped and dreamed it would. Uh, the Wonder Years doesn't quite hit that, but at the same time, it does give you a look into what the rest of the Arnold family is going to be into because they know the season's ending. They know the series is ending, you know, the people putting it on. So they give you a little bit of a, a reach out there to know in the coming years, this is what you're going to experience. This is what the Arnold family is going to live on through. So this family you've come to know and love all this time, you at least have a, a little bit of a send-off to know where they're going to go off, even though the series isn't going to be there anymore. Uh, and I'll, I'll read this quote. Uh, I think the narrator, you know, adult Kevin said it at the end. It says, Growing up happens in a heartbeat. One day you're in diapers, the next day you're gone. But the memories of childhood stay with you for a long haul. I remember a place, a town, a house, like a lot of houses, a yard like a lot of other yards, on a street like a lot of other streets. And the thing is, after all these years, I still look back with wonder. Uh, and I feel like he ends up going off. You hear a kid in the background, and I feel like it's his actual kid or whatever. And he's like, just a minute, son, and then runs off or whatever. So like I said, it's a popular show for a lot of people, but I feel like it did miss a point right there with a lot of these other ones, like you said, come in right behind it. Okay. So that's my number two. Cool. Well, my number two, I'm pretty sure no one has okay. ever heard of this. Um, I think the only person who I knew that enjoyed the show was Kyle Daltrey. Okay. Um, we actually watched a couple episodes together. Came out in the summer of 2007. Okay. Um, it was aired on ABC's uh, part of their summer lineup. I think it only got eight episodes. Okay. And this show is called Traveler. And it is a drama. Mm -hmm. um, it, it follows uh, Jay Burchell, who is pl uh, played by Matt Balmer who uh, you might know in um, uh, White Collar, USA Network show, um, the uh, Magic Mike, or is that the name mm -hmm. of the, yeah. Um, and Tyler Fogg, uh, two graduate students who become suspects when uh, they are trying to pull a prank uh, at the Drexler Museum. Like they're rollerblading through the museum. And while they're pulling this prank, a bomb set off. Oh, no. And they're being, they're, they're being positioned as the main suspects for this uh, bombing of the museum. And... It appears that their friend and their roommate, uh, Will Traveler, who was also with them, it appears that, that he has framed them for the bombing. Hmm. And afterwards, he disappears, and there's no evidence that he ever existed. So Jay and Tyler are fleeing from the authorities who believe them to be domestic terrorists. And while they're on the run and try to clear their own names, they attempt to delve into Will's, uh, Will Traveler's past in the hopes of discovering his motives for turning on his friends. Meanwhile... Traveler goes on a similar search for answers. It's revealed that he is, in fact, a secret agent working for the division of the Department of Homeland Security called the Fourth Branch. Hmm. So you have three branches of government. You have your legislative, executive, and judicial. Mm -hmm. There's a secret, you know, this according to this TV show, called the Fourth Branch, which is where a lot of America's great families are really running the show. It's kind okay. of, you know, a deep conspiracy theory type thing. And... Um, so, yeah, it's a complex conspiracy is revealed. They end up reuniting with him uh, by the seventh episode, and it's just a good thriller. Mm -hmm. um, you know, this show only lasted, like I said, one season. It deserved more. And the only way to watch it now, like back in 2007, 2008, you had like a 10-minute limit on the videos you could post on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So someone took every episode, I think they recorded them on their TiVo or whatever, and posted 10 minutes of... <laughs> Every you know of each episode until you hit the mm -hmm. full episode up, 
That's the only way you can watch this show now. Wow. Um, is to find Traveler, uh, Season 1, Episode 1, Part 1, Part 2, Part mm-hmm. 3, whatever. And it's worth it. Because nice. I love this show. I will go back and watch it once a year. Um, the uh, creator did like an answers blog to see where a second and third season would have gone. Uh-huh. And it just sounded really, really awesome. Um, and I hate the story didn't get told. And I would love to see some kind of revival for it. It just didn't get the ratings. But when you put a show on in the middle of the summer and you only give it eight episodes, of course it's not going to get sure. ratings. You're, you're planning for it to fail at that point. That's filler. Um, so uh, fantastic show. They'll have a lot of guys on that show that you'll know like, oh, that, that guy and sure, this guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm horrible with actors' names anyway, so most people I recognize so you, are this guy or that guy. You'll, you'll recognize them, and uh, just a fantastic show. Um, I wish it got more play in at least another season. Nice. So I think it would have done really well on Netflix. Like, sure. I think it was one of those shows that if it Netflix had been streaming at the time, mm-hmm. uh, this is one of those shows I think you would have liked to have seen on Netflix. Who so. knows? Netflix has a tendency to bring things back. Yeah, well, here we are over a decade later. I'm still the only one talking about it. So. Hey, Rocco's Modern Life literally just put out a movie on Netflix this past week. Yeah, but that one had a little bigger fan base. That's true. So, anyway. It's 20 years old, though. Yeah, that's true. I did watch the movie. That's pretty good. All right, so your third My third show. and final show. Before I say this one, I'm going to give you a few uh, almost made it because these are cartoons that I almost made my list, but I just couldn't quite put them there. Uh, Life with Louie. Did okay. you ever see this cartoon? Um, I think I remember watching a little bit of it. Uh, Louis Anderson, right? Louis Anderson. Yeah. It's literally like Louis Anderson, the man, except he's a little boy. And it's and, a cartoon. And it's a cartoon. And his dad is, you know, a grown-up version, kind of more strict version. And then there's another show that I loved growing up. It, I only remember it on Disney's One Saturday Morning. Honestly, we could do an entire episode probably on Disney's One Saturday Morning at some point. But it was a show called The Weekenders. It literally was a cartoon that just followed these four kids around that were your typical. Each kid had its own little thing, uh, but it just followed them, how they went through the week so excited and finally would make it to the weekend. Uh, it's another great show. There's a lot of other great cartoons that literally only got a little bit of a shot, but uh, they didn't make my list. My final one is a little bit rough to say because it is a current show that is about to start its seventh season. So when you say that, you're like, well, how in the world is that underrated? I say that because I know it has a fan base, but I don't think that fan base is big enough. The Goldbergs. Okay. Literally, the Goldbergs is like the advancement of the Wonder Years. Okay. The Goldbergs comes along. Uh, it follows the Goldberg family. Murray, the dad. Bev, the wife. Erica, Barry, Adam, and then their grandpa, Pops. Uh, the whole series is based in the 80s. Especially this time period, the, the director is Adam F. Goldberg. It literally is about roughly about his family growing up experiences that he had um, and just different funny moments. But it's awesome in the way it's done is we are at a a huge nostalgic high in the world we live in now. All of us that grew up in loving the 90s and the 80s and everything, we're coming back around. We can afford to buy things now, so they're aiming things at us again. Um, This show is awesome. Have you watched it? I've seen a few episodes, yeah. I think you should go and watch the entire series. I'm telling you now. It's a great show. I love it. A big part of it is that the fact that they stick to the 80s so well. The things that are in the rooms, the, the cookware they use, the clothing they wear. There's literally a shirt that Barry Goldberg wears multiple seasons that I know Philip Biggs once owned. I remember going to elementary school with Philip Biggs, and it's not some cool design that made it obvious. It's literally like some burgundy and green and white striped shirt with a button, with like three buttons on the top. Mm-hmm. Philip Biggs got his yearbook picture taken in that shirt. 
<laughs> they literally went back and found this fashion from these time periods and put it in the show. That's awesome. Uh, so random things like every time that dude walks into the scene wearing that shirt, I'm like, Philip's shirt's back again in this episode. But just the stuff in the background, the toys that, that uh, Adam has, the things in his room, the things he's in, because Adam's the nerdier one who loves the things that we love. Don't get me wrong, we love you know we like sports and everything else too. Barry's more the sports guy. Erica's the music girl, but everything that Adam is about, his movies with Ghostbusters, with his excitement with Star Wars, anything that comes along, it's that nostalgic feel. Uh, and I loved how they were smart about it. Whenever they made the show, it starts off each episode. It was nineteen eighty something, and this is what happened. They didn't limit themselves. They were smart enough not to say this is nineteen eighty one, where at some point these characters are going to age out of the TV series. Um, I just love it. It's coming up on its seventh season. It's been, you know, renewed again. But it's done the same way as the Wonder Years where the entire show also has a narrator. It's older Adam, and it's pay- played by Patton Oswalt. Yeah, love Patton Oswalt. Um, so the same way that you had Daniel Stern playing adult uh, Kevin, you have Patton Oswalt playing an adult Adam. Something really awesome, too, about this show is at the end of every episode, nearly everyone there's old VHS tape of his family. Of his actual family, yeah. Doing similar things of what the episode was based on. And I love that because it does give you that nostalgic feel. You know that that's being recorded on some giant camcorder that was having to sit on your shoulder like, to record these moments. Um, I just love it. I think if you're a fan of What the What, you would love that show as well. Uh, they did have a spinoff recently. It was called Schooled. Uh, what it is is some of the characters have grown up, and now it's a show based in the 90s. So they're doing what they did with the 80s, and now they're doing it with the 90s. Interesting. Uh, I still kind of prefer the Goldbergs over it, but the 90s, the school one, is also awesome. That A lot of the music that we love is coming into play in here. Uh, and just cool other topics that you know we started to more so see in the 90s hits this. So there's a lot of flannel, a lot of grunge, a lot of that showing up in the school series. But um, just for me, like I said, I know it's a popular show. It's still on TV right now. But I don't think people understand how great it is, especially for the nostalgic aspect. I feel like sometimes we just miss out on some of these shows that sneak up. I remember seeing a little bit of a preview before it started, and it's been a show that Erica and I watch weekly. It's something that we get to sit down and watch and share with each other and laugh about things. You know, Her being a girl growing up and seeing the older sister Erica and how she relates, well, first same name, but also just style-wise and other things like that. I'd be willing to give it a watch, so I'll check it out. Yeah, I just think it's a great one. Um, like I said, I know it's new. I know it's still getting – it hasn't been canceled yet. But for me, I don't feel like enough people know about it. That's cool. So uh, my third and final, um, before I get into it, I have a couple of ones that also didn't make the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Middle. Yes, um, I remember that. And it, it had like nine seasons too. But, mm-hmm. again, it was another one of those shows that I feel like not enough people know about it. Uh, I used to watch it with Joe and his daughter Macy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would refer to uh, the Sue Heck character as, you know, like Macy um, – because, you know, she's sweet and adorable, but she's also kind of clumsy sometimes. And Macy can be <laughs> yeah. kind of clumsy as well. Um, and a Community, which we talked about on mm-hmm. our Back to School episode, and the only reason it didn't make this list is because it made that list. Makes and sense. that's one that I feel like not enough people know. But this one. This one. This is Psych. Psych. And it's one of my top three favorite shows of all time. Of all time. How can a show that got eight seasons, a musical, and is about to air its second TV movie be considered under- underrated? Simple, because I can't get you to watch it. Hey, I will watch it at some point. Eight to nine seasons is a lot to commit to. Musicals, you're asking me to commit to a lot here. And it's worth it. This this aired on the USA Network. It stars James Roday as a stubborn young man named Sean Spencer. He has an eidetic memory, and he tricks the local police department into thinking that he's a psychic so he can help them solve cases with the help of his best friend, Burton Guster, a.k.a. Gus, played by Dulé Hill. 
This show has razor-sharp dialogue, some of the best inter-character relationships of anything I've ever seen. Uh, it's better and funnier than Friends and The Office, and I will no, stand. No, 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 I don't. I say, don't even need to see it. I don't say that lightly. Office. I don't say that lightly. It is. I'll let you have Friends, but no, I don't. No. I can't give you The Office. Trust me, I don't say that lightly. I love The Office. I get Th- it. The Office this, didn't have a musical. I this get it. is better. Okay, and like Community, which I spoke about a couple of episodes ago on the Back to School, it has great pop culture shoutouts, some great themed episodes, and in, here's the thing: it's not currently streaming anywhere. Okay, it was on Netflix, and it was moved to Prime, and I'm waiting for it to be moved to Hulu like all the other USA Network shows were moved to Hulu recently, but right now, you can't find it streaming, but it's worth going out and spending $100 to watch every episode, or whatever. It is, in terms of enjoyability, I would put this show up against anything. Anything. Okay? That's tough. That's up there. Like I said, enjoyability. That's literally at the top. In terms of... How much you would enjoy the show with The Office? There's some episodes I shake my head at and I can't laugh at. They're not I got funny. a question though. You said this was in the top three, top but you're saying you would put it against anything. So it's in that in that F. But you said if you'd put it at anything, you'd have to put it as number one. I would put it up against anything. What, what's your other two? I didn't. I'm not giving you my top three. Oh right come now. on now. I mean, I'm just saying this show. Whether I like one show more or not, in terms of enjoyability, doesn't mean it's the best show. But in terms of enjoyability, I would put this against any show. That you can watch. Okay. I'll let you have it. I ain't seen it. I can't argue with it. I know you can't argue with it. And that's why it's underrated because you won't watch it. And I think if you watched it, you would see. I literally watched one or two episodes. And I, he had me confused. I thought he really was a psychic. No. So now you've cleared that up. Spoiler alert. Well, you didn't watch the first really? episode. Then. I did. I just didn't catch that. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm bad about that. Pay attention, then. Any show I watch the first episode. They it, literally spell it out. You know, The like Office. The, the well, name of their psychic detective office is Psych and just like, like gotcha. Because you're a fake psychic? He's like, well, psych also is short for psychic. So, See, I thought he was saying, yeah, I was a psychic. So I don't know. Like, no, you got to pay first attention. First episodes, I'm bad. The yeah, Office you're, first. You're, you're bad in general. W- Walking okay? Dead, Breaking Bad, any of the first, you know, Sons of Anarchy, first episode, I really don't you catch on. You watch Walking Dead and think, oh, these people are really sick. I don't no, know I didn't get what's that. wrong with them. Are you kidding They're me? pretty <laughs> obvious about what's going on with them. But I came back like two months later and really started watching the rest of those. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a chance at some point. Right now, you've got me on Community. You've got me on Jericho. Now, you, you know, you've been pushing Psych for at least four years now. Yeah. Other shows I would say out? watch Psych before you watch Community, and I love Community. But Community I've been, Community's another one of those shows that I'd put in my top three. But, I mean, can it beat out great, iconic shows like Wicked Tuna and uh, Forged in the Fire? Yes. And MasterChef. Absolutely. And Hell's Kitchen. Because well, these shows grab me every week because literally constantly up Those are shows that you can put on in the background and forget about them. You can't okay. forget about yes, Gordon Ramsay. He yells too much. You know why? There's because no way I forget. do the same thing. I put them on when I go to sleep, and they're there. No, see, we watch Forensic Files when we go to sleep uh, in my house. Psych. Does go, go watch Psych. Go watch Psych. Okay. Um, very quotable. Uh, you know, you've heard me say I've heard it both ways before. Mm-hmm. I get that from that show. I mean, just. Well, I've heard it both oh, ways. So, uh, so good. Like I said, I, I put it up there against The Office. And I know you love The Office. I and do. That, that's why I put it in there. That's how good this show is. And that's why it's underrated, because you refuse to believe anything is as good as The Office. But this is That's good. not true. I believe a lot better. of things are as good as The Office. But this is better. I, I don't know about better. Better. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll agree to you're disagree. Not, you're not right all the time. You even said Monday Night Bible well, Study. Let's do it. I need to understand or sometimes that Eric is right all the yeah. time. And I am. I am the source of all wisdom. You hey. have a coffee mug that says I am the source of all wisdom. That's See, true. Believe my wisdom here. We may need to do a poll on this one. We've joked about some polls for most stuff. Well, th- there is a poll coming out. This yes. poll needs to happen. Psych or The Office. Yeah. I feel like, throw it out there. 
I feel like it's going to lose because people know the office. They don't know Psych. But if people gave both a fair chance, mm-hmm. I feel like they would say I Psych I feel like is you've better. got a lot of, of strong friends, though, that fully believe. you got Joe and Laura Davis. And they both like the and office they, and they, Psych. They I do. think they would put, choose Psych, personally. And then you've got the Wits that love Psych. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've and got, they love the office as well. I mean, so you've got a lot of people on your side. So just I don't know. Go watch it and then compare the two. I don't know. So, I don't know if I can do that. I've got a lot of my life invested in the office. It took me a while to watch all that. I don't know if I can do that with Psych. It was well worth your time, dude. Well worth your time. We'll see. I promise you. I'm not against it. I'm not saying it's a bad show. No, it's a great show. I'm not saying it's a bad show at all. I'm not. So don't attack me saying it's it's a bad show. You can't say it's a bad show. You haven't seen it. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) The one episode I watched I actually liked, but it wasn't something I actually like. Let's get on to our social media comments. You're going to make me mad at this point. Yeah, whatever. Um, social media this week, we have Facebook joining in. Justin Barrier said, it only got one season, but I really like Terra Nova. He also said, Falling Skies and Fringe were also fun series yes, to watch. Or series slash multiple series. He's trying to figure out his correct wording there. Right. Uh, Andy Cockrell, we, which we mentioned in another episode. Uh, Freaks and Geeks, a series with a cult following that didn't even have a full season. It was a mid-season replacement that wasn't renewed. Now, I remember watching some of this growing up. I feel like reruns or something. Um, I really don't remember a ton about it, uh, but I do remember it does have a very big cult following. Linda Cardellini, who played Lauren mm. on Boy Meets World, is in Freaks and Geeks. Okay, there you go. I feel like a lot of people came out of Freaks and Geeks, and that's yes. more so what I know from it. Uh, he also said, Parenthood, a cast that had tremendous chemistry, well-written and underappreciated by the younger generations. Uh, Laura Daniels Davis also joined in with that and said, Andy Cockrell took two of hers and said she loves her some Parenthood. Uh, Chris Rode, his mention for the week. Uh, he came in with a couple of different responses. He says, Avatar, The Last Airbender, the cartoon series, not that disgraceful movie. Uh, and he says, and Gravity Falls. He also jumps in and says, do you remember Wild and Crazy Kids and Global Guts? Do you remember that? Because no, about to say, you didn't have that. My heart aches for you because I know you love psych, but you've never seen, as a physical education teacher, you've never seen Global Guts. You've no. never seen Guts. No. You don't know what it means to do, 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 you have it. Guts. Like, you don't have that. No. Your kids, you could learn a lot for teaching from this show. You should go watch it. Go on online and pull up Guts, Nickelodeon. Uh, I think you would love it. I think you would teach your kids, hey, I will you do go that jump in a pool. when you start watching Psych. Let me know when you start watching Psych. I'll watch Psych if, if it means you will watch and Guts. I will, and I will pull up some Guts. Chris says he feels like the Ninja Warrior was created by the Global Guts people once they grew up. He also says, just throw it out there, do you remember Nick Arcade? I do. I feel like you would like that show, but it's very, very old. I don't know if it would, would still work in today's time period. Tim Inman said, his is the Wonder Years. So at least hey, somebody else goes. agrees with what I said. Yeah. Uh, just to throw that out there, Tim's band, The Separate, is the band that wrote and performed the song Heartbeat that Which we used for our intro, our intro and outro on the on What the What podcast. And we here. thank you, Tim. We think it's a fantastic intro and outro, and uh, the song's very good. Go check out The Separate. Yeah, Tim, Kevin, and the rest of the guys, we really appreciate them letting us use it. They've told us we... Care, you know their whole discography is opened up to us. We can use whatever we want out of there. Maybe when we do a season two, we'll pick a different song. Yeah, the sky may be following down at that point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, check them out. Um, I know they don't do nearly as much anymore, but check them out. Uh, probably same places. They're on Apple Music as well. Probably Spotify. Uh, search for them all over the place. They're there. They have a lot of great music out there. Uh, check them out. James Nichols commented and said that cartoon Jackie Chan TV series. You forgot what it was called. That. Yeah, it was the, uh, the Adventures of Jackie Chan. Yes. Lee yeah. Underhill came in and said, James Nichols, that was called Jackie Chan Adventures. Or, yeah. yeah. Uh, they both loved that show. Uh, Lee also said, do you remember Xylon Showdown? 
Jeremy Thompson said, Mr. Bumpy slash Bump in the Night. Do you remember that? No. Bump in the Night was a show that came on right after the big premiere, kind of like Nightmare Before Christmas, the stop animation show came out, or that movie. This show was based on a little monster, and based on, I think it was like, some. I don't think the other monster or guy was created like dust, but it was like random stuff mm-hmm. and and a doll. But they follow and go on all these adventures. The entire show is stop motion. It's, it's an awesome thing, especially for the time period, to see what they were able to come out with with that. Um, and then also on Instagram, my cousin said he thinks Team Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is underrated. Uh, I think it's rightly rated. I it, don't know. It, I, it's pretty awesome. I, I mean, I, I think it's rightly rated. He's 15, so he didn't catch to see Ninja Turtles in the same way growing up that we did. Mm-hmm. I will say he did bring a point to my mind, though, when he said that. I own the whole box set of the whole series of Ninja Turtles. There's the later period where it got a little bit rougher, mm-hmm. where people didn't watch it nearly as much. Um, and I will say that maybe that line was a little underrated uh, because it did. It stood up. I remember that's one of the shows I would spend the night with my grandma and or my granny, and sh- she would make me dinner or break breakfast and watch these shows with her. So I would say maybe that got a little bit underrated. Um, but I, I get your point on it. Uh, Joe Davis also joined in. He said, men of a certain age, it was about three best friends that still hang out in their personal and professional struggles. Uh, that had Ray Romano in it. Um, I, I've seen a couple episodes. It was really good, really good drama. And then Laura chimed in, who's always, who's Joe's wife, and said, Joe Davis, and Psych, you forgot Psych. And yes. then Eric responded, I won't forget Psych. Nope, not forget That sounds psych. like, you know, an iconic movie, like, never let go, Jack. You're, like, in the midst of dying, you're <laughs> like, I'll never forget Psych. Is that everything we have on Facebook? Yeah, that's it. That was our comments for this week. Thank you all for joining in and getting on there, especially today. A lot of you got super excited between Facebook and Instagram. That was all I had. Oh uh, no, I'm I'm cutting it short. You're cutting it short. We have Twitter went Twitter insane. Twitter went today. insane this afternoon, I, and I didn't even put this on the what the what's what. I put it on my personal Twitter, and it went crazy. And it went crazy. Too um, bad the Rock didn't respond today, but uh, yeah, hey, that would be you really got awesome. Um, my buddy Chris Alt uh, said Friday Night Lights, Friday Night Lights, Friday Night Lights, Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. I think I'll give it to him because I never saw it. I, um, I love the movie, and I love, 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 love the soundtrack. I have heard that this TV show is really, really awesome. I've seen a few episodes, and it's really captivating. I just mm-hmm. I, I stopped watching one day, and I just never got back on it. It's something I definitely plan on watching at some See, point. See, that's what I did with Psych. Same. I started watching, and then one day I stopped, and I meant to get back. I never did. Not the same. Um, Hunter said there's Hunter, obvious. Wait, Hunter Batten. Well, it, it, his name is just lit as a oh. Hunter. I mean, could be a different Hunter. Then. I mean, it's, it's Hunter Batten, but oh. yeah. There are obvious easy answers like Freaks and Geeks or Firefly that were underrated at the time, but which caused them to be canceled. But if I had to pick shows that I enjoyed that weren't super popular in the moment or cult classics now, I'd say Rome, Undeclared, Almost Human, Squidbillies, Cuckoo, Garfield and Friends, and Animaniacs, and right now The Boys TV show that's on uh, Amazon Prime should be getting a lot more hype. I want to add to that real quick. Animaniacs almost made my list too. I love Animaniacs. You can go back and watch it. It's on Hulu. That and Tiny Toon Adventures both seriously hold up today. There's so much hidden in those that's I learned, hilarious. I learned geography through yeah. the show. <laughs> I love watching that because the dude can still sing that entire song without any paper, without any things. Also, Squidbillies was hilarious. Sure, it was a little on the vulgar side, but um, super funny as well. And I definitely was underappreciated. And then our last one, Ryan Bassesi uh, said, The Critic. And the Ben Stiller show, and Hunter responded, "Yes, the critic." So, um, did you ever watch the critic? Uh, it had a crossover with the Simpsons. Okay, and um, but it didn't get me interested in the critic. So. I didn't. I don't think I ever and saw the critic. But as soon as he said the critic, I knew exactly what the guy looked like. I imagined him like I knew yeah. the cartoon like in my head. Uh, in fact, the critic um, when it crossed over with the Simpsons, the Simpsons creator Matt Groening, mm-hmm. uh, Groening 
he hated it so much he refused to have his name put on the episode as an executive producer. Wow. Like he didn't it's not not that he hated the show, he hated the idea of being one of those corporate mm. crossovers, so he refused to have his name anywhere associated with that episode. Gotcha. So um, The more you know. The more dun dun dun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's all we have from Twitter. Now you can wrap it up. Now, Kyle. folks, now. I don't think anybody commented on our MySpace or our Zanga, so honestly wow. probably because we don't have either one. But either way, uh, thank you guys for commenting, uh, especially today. You guys kind of went nuts online, responding back and letting us know a lot of stuff. We definitely appreciate it. Thank you guys each week for tuning in. Uh, Eric, where can they find us at if they want to comment next time? Uh, Facebook.com slash what the what media, what the what media on Instagram, WTW underscore media on Twitter, and coming soon, some something, something, something on YouTube. We don't know what the it'll probably we're going to try what yeah. the what media for YouTube, but we're going to be posting these, uh, uh, these audio clips on YouTube as well with. Uh, uh, with something, but we'll end up posting a lot of our videos that we do for promotional stuff on YouTube, and we may have YouTube exclusive at some. Sure, point. at some point we'll start doing more YouTube stuff just to kind of get it out there and get it rolling. Um, and and, some and as we uh, as we get better at this podcasting thing, I know uh, when we did uh, a few weeks from now, the Spider Man animated TV show uh, will uh, come up as a podcast. We actually have already recorded that, but I didn't have to make any edits to that. So first one, we finally um, did one. Once we get more comfortable and uh, better at this podcasting thing, we may film. Uh, either a live airing of the podcast or we'll film it and then put it up uh, as part of our YouTube package. So be on the lookout for that coming up in uh, maybe a month, month and a half or so. We'll see how long it takes us to get that together. So, yeah. Um, that's all we have for today. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you stay as cool as the other side of the pillow. And thank you for listening to the What the What Show. What the What? Bye. Bye.